Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1145. What I'm Getting My Kids for Christmas, by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, welcoming you to ORD. Wishing the veterans out there a happy Veterans Day, too. Thank you for your service, and I do hope this day is meaningful to you. That's not the only holiday we're going to be talking about today, though. Yes, you heard in the title, it is November 11th. Happy birthday to my cat, by the way, Nikki Biscotti. He's two today. Very misbehaved. Anyway, November 11th might seem like a little too far away to be talking about Christmas, but don't act like you haven't started considering what to get your children if you haven't started shopping already. It is that time of year, so let's embrace it. I see these holiday articles, and I have to wait until the right time of year to read them, so just let me enjoy this. (laughs) Author Rose Lounsbury has some ideas for Christmas shopping, and they go out to the minimalists and the non-minimalists out there. Let's see what she has to say and optimize your life. What I'm Getting My Kids for Christmas by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com Many people assume the children of minimalists wake up on Christmas morning to receive nothing more than a pair of socks and a coupon for a free hug. Now, while socks are terrific, as a matter of fact, I'm wearing some right now and thoroughly enjoying it, and I'm never one to turn down a free hug. Well, maybe not never. I'll pass on people with viral flu. Thank you very much. I do believe it is possible to give generously to your children on Christmas without creating physical excess. I get asked often how I manage holiday gifts with my three kids, so I thought you might be interested to know exactly what my kids are finding under the tree Christmas morning. Note, we celebrate Christmas early because we travel, so my kids actually received these gifts last weekend. Without further ado, here you go. First up, the stockings. I try to fill stockings with items that are either useful or consumable. Here's what I put in my kids' stockings this year. Socks, underwear, Sharpies, candy, and Lego minifigures. I know, neither useful nor consumable, but hey, when you send your husband to buy the stocking stuffers, you can't help it if he goes off script. For the gifts under the tree, we follow a one big, two small rule, meaning my kids receive one big gift from Santa. I still have one hardcore believer, so Santa's still going strong at my house. And two small gifts from mom and dad. This year, We had an extra small gift because the water bottles I'd purchased for their stockings didn't fit, so they ended up wrapped under the tree. Here's what my boys received. Water bottle, book, gloves, Nintendo Switch. Clearly the big gift. And for my daughter, water bottle, book, purse, deluxe craft kit. Definitely the big gift for this crafty kid. Also, our cat, Boots, gave the kids a Garfield Christmas DVD and book. This may have been a bit of a nostalgia gift for their mom. Please tell me I'm not the only one who loved the Garfield Christmas special as a kid. We also gave the kids a really big experience gift. A cruise. We've never given a gift this big. But we paid off our house this summer. So freeing. I promise I'll write a post on this soon. And we'd promise the kids that when we did that, we'd do a special vacation. Since we were planning this vacation anyway, 
we decided to turn it into a gift and make a scavenger hunt out of it. This is fun, my son Reese said as they scoured the house looking for clues. We won't go on the cruise until February, but I know that of all the gifts they received this Christmas, this will be the one they remember most. A few other thoughts on gift giving. It took me a while to pare down this much. My first few years as a minimalist, I wouldn't have felt comfortable giving this amount of gifts to my kids. I felt like I needed to compete with the grandparents and society's expectations, what their friends got, etc. Like many of us, I weighed the success of Christmas based on how happy my kids were with their presents. It took me years to realize that Christmas is not a competition, and nobody wins by giving the best gift. Christmas, like any tradition, is above all, a feeling. When Christmas feels good, that's when you know it's right. And Christmas doesn't feel good to me if it means an overwhelming amount of consumerism and clutter. We follow the one-in, one-out rule with new stuff. The day we installed the Nintendo Switch, we unplugged their old Wii and packed it up to sell it at a local video game resale shop. My boys were thrilled with the $45 this netted them, which they of course plan to spend on games for their Switch. This concept of one-in, one-out helps us maintain a minimalist home while still enjoying the occasional new items. And we do something besides open gifts on Christmas. I'm not sure when Christmas came to mean opening presents, but I'd say that it's a pretty short definition of a much bigger holiday. As such, we always plan a fun family outing for the afternoon of Christmas. We've gone bowling and roller skating in the past, but this year we decided to see the new Star Wars movie. We don't see a lot of movies at the theater, so this was a real treat. Truth, when I asked my kids if they wanted popcorn and soda, they were shocked to realize that I was letting them get both. I guess they're used to their frugal mom. I hope this inspires you to think about the kind of Christmas you want to create with your family. No matter how you're celebrating, I wish you a very happy holiday. You just listened to the post titled, What I'm Getting My Kids for Christmas by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. And thanks so much to Rose for getting us into the spirit. I think an article like this is so helpful for everyone, minimalist and non-minimalist, as I said at the beginning, and at all times of year, too. There's always room to strike the balance between extremes, and there's always the option to make choices like these in a way that's intentional. You can buy a little or a lot with intention. You can redefine the labels you put on yourself, including labels you're happy to have, like that of a minimalist. And the last thing I might mention before signing off is uh, one of my mom's co-workers' approaches to gift-giving with her children, which I really like. So she and her husband get their kids four items, and it has a little jingle to it. Something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read. I love this formula. Uh, a lot of necessities are taken care of, and the kids are given the chance to have some fun with a big gift that's there just because they want it. And the kids have grown up to be very well adjusted, so just think about that. <laughs> that's it for me, everybody. Thanks a lot for being here. Have a great rest of your day. We are almost at the weekend. I'll be back with you again tomorrow with more parenting content, though, first. That's where your optimal life awaits.